0: You're listening to Cockadoodle News on WUSC FM and HD One Columbia.
1: Welcome, Radioland. You are listening to Cockadoodle News. It is that time again. Make sure you stay tuned throughout the whole show because we have lots of interesting stories to talk about, as well as a guest. Yay! <laughs> If you have any uh, questions, concerns or comments as always you can give us a phone of a, a a call, a telephone call cuz people still do that sometimes. Our number is 803-576-9872. That's 803 803- 576 WUSC. If you can't reach us on the phones, feel free to shoot us a message on either Twitter or Facebook. You can find the news by searching WUSC News. If you need to get a hold of the station, same phone number, different handles. You can find the station by searching WUSC FM on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Um, and with that, we will be right back after this short break. Make sure you stay with us. Did you know that bottles can become clothing? Your t-shirt, fleece jacket, or athletic gear can be made with recycled bottles. Seven out of ten bottles are thrown out, and that's a waste. You can do your part by recycling outdoor furniture, decking flower pots, plastic pipes, and new bottles. At home, at work, and on the go, your bottles mean jobs. Oh, Welcome back. This is still Cockadale News. We are all still in the station, um, but with a guest today. Hi, welcome.
2: Hi, hi, thank you for having me.
1: Yes, so do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to, to the radio world? Of
2: course, of course. My name is Jessica Terrell. I am a junior exercise science major here at the university, um, and I serve as the president of the Association of African American Students. Do you want to
1: kind of explain a little bit like what, what the association is and um, what
2: you'll do? Yeah, so the Association of African American Students is kind of like our version of a black student union. Um, We just kind of serve as like a safe space on campus for African American students to come and discuss issues that are facing our community, whether they're political or um, like pop culture things or whatever it may be, um, whatever's going on in the world at the time. We have meetings every first and fourth Tuesday of the month, and we have some special events um, scattered throughout. But our meetings are typically... um, just about things that are going on in the world. Sometimes they're serious topics, like like I said, political things or, um, like, just issues facing our community. Um, and then sometimes we have fun nights, like game nights. We'll have study nights towards the end of the semester, things like that. We just do, like, a wide variety of things just to cater to the African-American community. So how did you get involved? Um, okay, so AAAS, that's, like, the acronym that we use. Um, we have a freshman council that is kind of, like, a small scale version of the student government freshman council. They shadow um, the AAAS executive board throughout the year and just kind of learn what it takes to run an organization as a freshman. So when I first came to USC, I joined the freshman council um, and I sat in that position for a year and then I ran for vice president and treasurer of the organization my sophomore year and was elected and I served in those two positions. And then for my junior year, I ran for uh, president of the organization and won. So here I am am um, as a junior and I'm planning to run again for president next year so hopefully I'll get elected for a second term.
1: Is this something that you always knew you wanted to join or was it something you kind of just found when you came to USC?
2: Um, I definitely say this is something that I just kind of found when I came to USC. Um, I actually applied for the Student Government Freshman Council and was not selected, but I still wanted to make sure that I got involved in any way possible on campus. Um, when you come in as a freshman, a lot of the organizations that you join already have their uh, executive boards like solidified, and they're not really looking for freshman positions, but AAAS was, so I decided to take that opportunity, and um, it has been a great experience for me so far.
1: So the y'all are celebrating, your your this is your 50th anniversary, so how's yes. that been serving as, as president?
2: It has been quite chaotic, to be honest. Um, So this is our 50th year as an organization on campus. Um, We were founded in 1968. So like the 1968-1969 school year um, was like our first year as an organization. And uh, we actually celebrated our 50 years um, in the fall with the big celebration in the Russell House ballroom there were faculty staff alumni students a ton of people present just to celebrate this organization um, a lot of uh, past members of the organization who've graduated uh, came back and like shared some kind words and just um, kind of expressed to us like how much the organization meant to them at while they were students here at the university and just kind of what we can do moving forward to make sure that we stay such a strong organization um, this has really been a great year for us we've made some huge strides, made some great accomplishments, and we're really growing as an organization, which is just my biggest, like, dream for us. Yay. How has this changed, being a part of this organization, changed the way that your college experience has gone? Um... I would say that this has made my college experience, like, it just has been everything to me. Um, I would say that if I had not gotten involved when I did freshman year, my college experience would probably be completely different. Um, I know a lot of people who come in, and and I know a lot of people who do get involved, but I know a lot of people who don't, and they're kind of, like, on the outs and not always knowing what's going on on campus, not always um, being in the loop with, like, you know, student just things that students should know about the way the university runs and um, the way student organizations run and it's just been a great opportunity for me and it's also um, given me a chance to grow in some ways. I um, I've always been a very talkative person, love like people and interacting with people, but being in this role has definitely helped me grow like my public speaking skills. It's helped me grow as a leader. I mean being vice president, our past president was such a great leader. she did an amazing job with this organization and having to step up into her role was really like a growing experience in itself. Um, I had some big shoes to fill and I think I've been doing a pretty good job so far so it's just been a growing experience for me and it's really made college everything that I hoped for it to be.
1: What advice would you give freshmen who are thinking of like maybe they want to get involved or like maybe they don't they aren't sure what they want to do?
2: I would say get involved with something. There are so many organizations on this campus that you, there's something for everyone. It doesn't have to be um, an organization that you identify with based on race or religion or anything like that. There's so many things. There's sports clubs. There's, um, like, musical uh, organizations. There's theater. There's everything. There's something for everybody on this campus. And I would definitely say get involved because that's where I made my friends um I met my friends through organizations and going to meetings together um, and just kind of hanging out, started hanging out outside of that. And I'd say that if you don't get involved, you're not getting everything you can out of the student experience in college.
1: Well, thank you so much for coming on today. No It problem. has been a pleasure. Thank
2: you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: Well, we will be right back after this quick station break. Make sure that you stay tuned for upcoming USC events, weather, and some more news.
2: If your skin could talk, would you listen? As your skin, I forgive you. I forgive you for damaging me before prom, on spring break, and at tanning salons. But if you continue to tan, I hope you can forgive me. Forgive me when I start developing wrinkles and age spots. Forgive me
1: if I develop melanoma when you're only 22.
2: Protect your skin from the second
3: most common cancer in young women 15 to 29 years old. Learn more at SpotSkinCancer.org. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology.
4: As we age, our immune system weakens. Richard Burkell, National Council on Aging. With less natural resistance to infection, older adults are at greater risk for flu and its serious complications. Immunization is the best protection. Speak to your health care provider about your flu vaccine options, including a higher dose option specifically for adults 65 and older.
2: To learn more, visit ncoa.org forward slash flu.
0: What's going on, Radio World? This is DJ T. Roy, and we're back on Cockadoodle News.
1: Cockadoodle.
3: Justin, what's up? <laughs> hope you're
0: all doing good. All right, so um, we're going to go ahead and hop right back into some more news. Uh, so, what I'm going to talk about today is that um, so some lawmakers in South Carolina are looking to lure the Carolina Panthers into bringing some of their uh, practice facilities to South Carolina. Um, so recently. Uh, Governor Henry McMaster and um, some other high-ranking lawmakers held a meeting with the team owners with the Carolina Panthers. Um, Some of these quotes come from uh, WCSC Live 5 News uh, here in South Carolina. Um, Uh, Chamber of Commerce president and CEO Ted Pitts said South Carolina is on the map across the globe as a place that's good for business and professional football is a business. So basically what uh, what could potentially be happening is if the Carolina Panthers moved their, um some of their practice facilities to um, it's looking like it might be York or Lancaster County that the Senate and House um, would uh move companion legislation that would let professional sports teams qualify for a job tax credit in south carolina um so uh again pitts said a pro football player doesn't necessarily fit the bill of a full-time employee that works 40 hours a week Um, however the professional sports team investment act that's what it's being called um, would add teams to the list of industries that can get this job tax credit. It would consider players as full-time employees as long as they spend 180 days at the team's facility in South Carolina for 80% of their day.
1: Interest. 80% of the yeah. day. Yeah. Is that like the? I guess like not a 24-hour day. Yeah,
0: I, I think it's like I guess they would make some sort of or
1: or is it just 80% off. of their time in South Carolina?
0: I don't know. I think they they would they maybe they would make a cutoff of like a nine-to-five type thing, that and then 80% sense. of that maybe.
1: Yeah. I'd, I'd heard of that they were looking at doing this, but I hadn't looked deeply into all of the legislation and, like, the actual yeah. nitty-gritty, so that's...
0: Yeah. Um. It also says here that it, it would reduce general state tax revenue by $225,000 starting as early as 2021 and ending in 2026.
1: As in reduce our taxes?
0: I believe so, yes.
1: I mean, that's always nice. Yeah. Do you think – now, we're, I mean, your county is much closer to, to Charlotte, obviously, than Lancaster County is. Do you think that the Panthers players would move down here?
0: Um, I mean, I really think they're getting – it. these pro players are getting paid so much money. I feel like they would just say, okay, it's a little bit more of a drive or depending on where they're coming from, maybe a flight. But uh, I, I think – it wouldn't bother th- them too much.
1: I could see them flying down here because there's a direct line yeah. from Charlotte to Columbia. that's the like Charlotte nutty. airport's terrible. But yeah.
0: But that's also that's like a five minute flight almost. Like yeah. probably probably a little more, but that's fair. Really quick. But just buy
1: another house. Like we can just, Honestly. <laughs> we can just <laughs> they have several.
0: They have enough for that. Yeah. Um but yeah, um exactly. Yeah, it says legislation would also exempt a professional sports team from county license fees or taxes. The teams would not have to buy a business license tax because, um, technically, uh, uh, pro foo- or pro sports teams in a state are considered a business because of the money that they're that paying. They're paying their employees, and um, this legislation would prevent them from having to get uh, a business uh, license for that.
1: Yeah, that. I guess I never really thought about how, I guess they are a business, Yeah, but. It,
0: it's, it's really weird how sports teams, like things like sports were so like, like back in very early history, sports were just something that were just played for fun. And like now they're, they're definitely still played for fun, but it's turned into this huge, huge thing. Like the amount of money that goes into sports and like commercials during the Super Bowl and all sorts of things. Just so much money is flowing through them now.
1: I am taking the university's Super Bowl. At oh yeah. Right now, I've heard about that. That's so cool. It It is cool and it's also highly disturbing because really? I didn't realize like how much went into all these commercials and like how much money went into all these commercials. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, not just the money that it takes to like get the commercial on air, but like the money it takes to like produce the commercial. And I'm like, oh it's crazy. my God. Gosh! Like
3: how much the people and the commercials are making.
1: Yeah. Making
0: exactly. Like tons of money.
1: It's ridiculous. Um. And then also, like, we watched all the commercials before the Super Bowl because I didn't even realize that they released them before the Super Bowl. So it yeah, it was it kind of them. it kind of like lessened it when I watched Super oh yeah. Bowl. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was fine. I'm not a I'm not a Super Bowl watcher for the the shows the the game. Yeah. I'm a Super Bowl watcher for the commercials. Yeah. So it was just like a pre-game question mark i don't don't know well we will be right back with a little bit more news and and a few current events right after this make sure that you stay tuned
3: All right. The owner of the Patriots, Robert Kraft, will reject his plea deal deal relating to his recent prostitution charges. He is going to reject the deferred prosecution agreement in relation to his charges surrounding his visit to a Florida spa in January. We categorically deny that Mr. Kraft engaged in any illegal activity, says Stacy James, his spokeswoman. Kraft is facing charges that include soliciting a prostitution and paying for sexual favors from the massage parlors. This this incident took place at Orchard's of Asia Day Spa in Juniper, Florida. If he accepted the plea deal, his charges would have been dropped and he would have been referred to the pre-child diversion program, which includes a class about the dangers of prostitution and a $5,000 fine
0: per account. Well. That is that is nothing for him.
1: I, I'm i not a sports person as y'all and probably everyone out in radio Lane knows by now, so I had not <laughs> heard of this, so. Um,
0: oh, yeah, so, I mean. Wow. I mean, it's like the the amount that he paid for this was so just like drastically low. It was just kind of like, dude, what are you doing? And then, but then, with also with those plea charges, like five thousand dollars per account. How do you, do we know how many accounts there were? There's two accounts. There's two misdemeanors. Two accounts. So that that'd be that'd, yeah. be that'd be what ten thousand dollars. Yeah.
3: But I think it's more about his name, you know what I mean? Yeah. They don't want to, like, taint his name. Oh,
0: for sure, for sure. But still, even if he did end up having to answer to that plea deal, going to a class and then spending $10,000 is nothing to the owner of the New England Patriots. Yeah. That Again, like, as we were talking about before with the NFL, just so much money flows through. And the owners of these teams, they're making more money than even the coaches and the players. And (laughs) $10,000...
3: Exactly. To buy a prostitute
0: exactly, you know. and ten thousand dollars is going to be nothing to this man if if he was yeah. And to I do think that. it's like either one year in jail too. Like if he like
3: if he pleads guilty, I think it would just be one year in jail. But I mean,
0: I'm sure that and they, they, not, they would get and him if out. So somehow, with why he would
1: he plead guilty when he can afford a really great lawyer?
0: Well, he has good
3: lawyers, but it's him and twenty four other people. So he and twenty four other guys were um offered this plea deal, and all of them have denied it. So, hmm,
1: I don't know. I I really, I just have no words with just between, I feel like there, I know that part of it has to do with the fact that just social media and getting communication is a lot easier now, but I feel like all of a sudden... Everyone's being accused. Everyone's being charged. Everyone's going to jail. Everyone has an investigation. Yeah, it's as as far as celebrities go. Not like just random people, but
0: yeah. And it's I I do agree with you that it's that social media is a big part of it. It's always
3: like scary to become famous. I feel like. I mean, look Honestly, at like all the famous yeah. actors that have meltdowns. If they weren't famous, then they would just be, like, the rest of us, like, yeah. <laughs> having meltdowns and not being That's publicized. That's true. I have
1: meltdowns all the time.
3: <laughs> like, Lindsay – I mean, do you think about Lindsay Lohan? Like, I mean, if she wasn't a famous – if she wouldn't have been a famous actress, she could have, s- like, partied and smoked dope all she wanted to and no one would have cared. But because she's a <laughs> famous actress and the machine that they create and they put out <laughs> of the machine – We're not saying that y'all that can go smoke
1: dope just because you're not money. famous, though. <laughs> exactly.
3: But I mean, he can do anything. I mean, I'm just saying, you know,
1: you can maybe get away with it a little bit more easily. Not yeah. that you should do it. Exactly.
3: I mean, no, you shouldn't do any of that. But I'm just yeah. saying it's like <laughs> it's part of being famous. It's
0: it is. It's, it's like the real. the James Gunn tweets, uh, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, some tweets came out about him and that, that were like really, really old, like more than 10 years old. And then. Uh, he got fired from directing Guardians 3, but Disney recently actually rehired him for the movie because people were getting upset that they fired him over something that was, that was so old. Like,
1: S- speaking of Disney, have y'all heard about the Disney Fox yes. merger that just happened? That's
0: very exciting.
1: Disney is taking Disney over. Disney and w-
0: Fox News. No. No, oh no, no,
3: no, no, God. no, no, okay. <laughs> so, so the,
1: the owners of Fox did retain some of their licensing and the, th- and the programming that's very close to their heart, Fox News being one of them, uh-huh. but just the general Fox, like FX, FXX, oh, like, so, that is
0: good. so um, clear. one, one big thing that people are really excited about is that Fox owned things like, um, Deadpool, and the X-Men. <gasps> and so now that Disney owns that, they can now start slowly adding those characters into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Can I please those see
1: um Deadpool in every Avengers movie? please Thank you.
0: Yes. Please. I yes yes, yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. But this was this is Disney owns so much. So
0: much. Mm-hmm. It's insane. They own
3: ABC, right?
0: Yeah, they yes. own ABC, they own ESPN all that um disney so much.
1: is is so you no know, you yeah. know what we really need to see is i would like to see deadpool popping up on espn <laughs> just i'm
0: sure they'll they'll slide him into more stuff now cuz they definitely can
3: deadpool is ryan reynolds right yes He's about to get a pay stipend or
1: whatever. Uh, I feel like Deadpool is just a very relatable college movie.
0: Yeah, it totally is. And Disney also owns Pixar. And the thing that a lot of people don't know is that people think, uh, when they think Pixar, they immediately think Disney. But Pixar was its own company by itself before Disney bought it, and that's how Pixar got big. Wait, isn't Pixar Apple? No, no. uh, Pixar did some work with Apple. um, Okay. And then... (laughs) No, it's fine. Uh, They did some work with Apple before... Disney did buy them. Um, oh. Yeah, that was a while back. And then, oh, and then of course they now own Lucasfilm, all of Star Wars. So Spe- that's insane. Speaking
3: of Apple, did you guys hear about Elizabeth Holmes, the Theranos lady? No.
1: no I heard you guys it. have
3: got to look it up. It's just like.
1: Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah.
3: Well, what he knows it? so much about it. I don't want to get anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's like she pretty much sold this. So she was dropped out of Stanford and became like a female Steve Jobs. Like everyone. She was this amazing person and, like, found this way to, like, get people's blood samples, but only by doing a prick of blood instead of, like, taking out pints to get, like, information about people, you know, if they have diabetes or something.
1: Very interesting.
3: So she was talking about, oh, we have the Theranos machines. And the Theranos machines would, um, like, give them faster results, they were saying. But in reality, they were never using the Theranos machines. They were using other machines. And if the results would come back, like, one person, just by the prick of his finger... They, found they, they, they said he was diabetic, but he wasn't actually diabetic. Like He went out to get a, another test done, so it had been reports of it all being wrong and that this was a oh, $4 so billion a, dollar scam. This is a scam. She yeah.
1: Made, she was a unicorn, so she had a billion dollars in capital. Yeah. Interesting. I I always think that I'm... A, I, I like to consider myself a fairly well-informed person, um, especially, I feel like, for you know a 20-year-old college student, but there's always... i i I like come to school and people like did you hear about this and i'm like what i thought i was like on top of things there
0: is so much and and the thing is like there is probably a lot of stuff we don't even know about that's like happened in the past but because of social media and current stuff now everything can be spread and there is so much news yeah constantly down to the second that's being spread now it's insane
1: it is very insane and on that note, we're going to take a quick station break. Uh, we got some weather coming up. We have um, some current events uh, coming up. It is about uh, 5, sorry, 6. The clock in the station has not been set mm-hmm. forward for daylight savings time. It is about 6.25. Um, so we have only five minutes left with you before we turn you loose. Uh, we'll talk to you guys in just a quick second.
4: Hey. Hey. What? There's a swarm of locusts flying just around you. I know. I was busy throwing rocks at stuff, and then swarm of locusts. Sounds like bad karma. Maybe you should volunteer. Help a little old lady across the street, something. Get your uh, karma right. Karma? (laughs) All
0: right, that's that's just dumb.
3: Ow! Stay on the universe's good side. Volunteer, vote, get involved. Go to getgoodkarma.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
4: I'm Dr. Anthony Lizerowitz, and this is Climate Connections. A group in San Francisco is translating climate data into a language most people can understand, even if they have no scientific training.
1: Music
0: provides an emotional, visceral understanding of the issue in a way which data and written word doesn't.
4: That's Fran Schulberg of the Climate Music Project, which connects scientists with composers. They use musical elements like pitch, volume, and rhythm to represent scientific variables, such as carbon pollution levels and temperature over time. So far, the group's musicians have performed the pieces live at more than a dozen concerts. At each one, graphs of the data are projected behind the stage. Afterwards, scientists answer questions.
0: One of our scientists is a Nobel Prize winner, and he said he's been giving lectures for 25 years, and nobody's ever come over to him after a lecture and said, this has changed my life. But after every one of our performances, he engages with the audience, and every single time people have a response saying, this has changed my life. I now realize how urgent the issue is, and I'm going to take action.
4: Climate Connections is produced by the Yale Center for Environmental Communication. Learn more at YaleClimateConnections.org.
1: Welcome back, Radioland. Just to keep you guys updated, right now it's about 51 outside with a low of 39 tonight. Tomorrow you can expect a high of 65, and it should remain in the high 60s slash low 70s throughout the weekend with lows around 40. So pretty nice. Yeah. Today's first day of spring. Very very nice. It is the first day of spring.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Today is. It is. It, it doesn't is. really feel like it outside. That's I thought it. I thought it was going to be Tuck's a little bit warmer Tuck's than it was.
0: Phil lied to us.
1: But it's, uh, Saturday, Sunday, Saturday and Sunday should be pretty warm. Yeah. So um, if you have an eight a.m. tomorrow, you can expect about forty-one in the morning with fifty-seven around noon. So it'll be a, it'll be much warmer tomorrow, which mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to um, tomorrow. Wednesday, Thursday, yes. Tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. is the grad fair, the 2019 spring graduates. Um, You can save time by registering online. The University of South Carolina Bookstore and My Carolina Alumni Association are hosting the grad fair at the University of South Carolina Alumni Center. At the grad fair, you can purchase your cap and gown, your tassel, announcements, invitations, and your ring. Parking is available at the Park Street City Parking Garage, and there will also be a free shuttle from the Horseshoe in front of the J-School, and then that will be running every 15 minutes. Also tomorrow from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Green Street is the Best of Carolina 2019. It's finally time to see which local organizations and businesses have been named the Best of Carolina by readers of the Daily Gamecock. You can come pick up the Best of Caroline 2019 Special Edition at the table and enter to win giveaways from some of the publication's sponsors. If you are into politics, something that uh, might interest you on Friday from 12 to 1.30, um, out on the Russell House patio, Beto O'Kirk is coming. He's a college, um, The College of Democrats in USC are proud to welcome this 2020 candidate uh, to our campus for a campaign rally. And all are welcome to attend. If you'd like to check out more about these campus events or others, you can visit sc.edu backslash calendar. We're about to turn you over to the Nordic Invasion uh, with Walden and – Is that not right? <laughs> nope. What is it? Northern Exposure. Northern Exposure. <laughs> what did I say?
3: Nordic Invasion.
1: I, don't, I think that might have been someone <laughs> else's show. That's good, though. Is
3: that is really good. That's a different
1: show. Whoops. <laughs> all right. We'll t- about turn you over to to DJ Walden real quick. We'll see you all again. Um – On Friday, 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 Friday from 6 to 6.30. We'll see y'all then. Bye, guys.
0: This has been Cockadoodle News on WUSC. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 6 to 6.30 p.m.